This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Thank you so much for coming to the War Room. Caroline, Jason, and I are definitely happy to have you. Uh, we don't get people here by accident. It's mm-hmm. always very intentional that you made your way here. So we know this is going to be a great conversation. That being said, I like to kick things off by asking, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs, Caroline? No, I don't. Actually, I'm uh, the first one in my immediate family. We were really focused on education. Like my mother's a doctor, my father's an engineer. And they were like, you can be three things or a disgrace. And that was lawyer, doctor, engineer. So (laughs) that was it. Those were my options. And then I decided I wanted to go to business school anyway. And I did well. Um, And, you know, I, I started my business shortly after. I only had a nine to five job for about four months and then I quit. Um, and luckily it turned out. So I guess I'm not a disgrace. <laughs> it's it's interesting you say that. Is there anything that pushed you to break away from was it just your curiosity and your zone of genius was in business? Or was it also like just because they said that I'm gonna go this route? Well, I mean, um, they they meant well, but you know, I'm I'm like super dyslexic. I was not good at school. So I just knew that this was not my area of, you know, passion or where I could really do my best. And then I always loved marketing and I loved being creative. So I was very curious about that. And, you know, social media was booming. So I was like, okay, there's an opportunity here for me. Interesting. Yeah. I think, I think across the board, and I'm sure Jason can, can speak to this too. I've rarely met people who are successful entrepreneurs who also have a like an official formal education. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but often they're lifelong learners in their own right outside of education. And did you find this to be true, Caroline, Jason? I think so. I think it's super true. I have an MBA, but it's worthless in my opinion. Um, (laughs) I did all that. I went through all the college, got my MBA. And I can tell you that has like applied zero shits to business at all. Yeah, I agree on that. None. At all. And, and you know what, you know, why I love the story so much, right? I, that's why I love, ha- that's why I love this podcast period is because we get this, the story. And a lot of times it always resonates the same. It's the rage against the machine, right? So you grew up one way and it's like, you got to do this. You got to do this. No, I'm not doing that. And if you don't like right. it, well, disown me then. Right. So, because um, <laughs> I'm doing my own thing and I want to do my own thing and I want to do what makes me happy. Right. Because right. we live in this world of, you know, you can be outside the damn box. It's okay. Right. Right. And, and I encourage it in young leaders, young professionals. God, be outside the box. Don't care what everybody else thinks. It's like my one of the sayings that is one of my sayings this year is, 
if you need a steak dinner to work with me, I'm not your guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just be you do what you do. And, you know, I have personal experience with Caroline. She runs my LinkedIn, uh, my LinkedIn program does a smashing job of it. I wouldn't have anybody else. So um, I love that. Okay. Awesome stuff. Now, with that said, so how do you get to client capture systems, Caroline? So you you go get your MBA. You said you only worked for like four months at a regular nine to five. So then where did things turn when you started seeing traction in your ambition and efforts? Right. Well, um, I worked at an SEO agency. Uh, so we were ranking websites on the first page of Google, or at least tried to do so. And uh, it was a really long and tedious process. And often, even if you did manage to rank on the first you know, page of Google, then Google would do an update and then your rankings would fall back to the 20th page and you're dead in the water. And there's nothing you can do to accelerate your results or anything like that. So I just figured there had to be a better way. Um, so, you know, I went like on Upwork and freelancer.com worked for like $15 an hour, you know, <laughs> slaved away. Yeah. And then I started to see that, okay, coaches are really in need of leads and there seemed to be more and more coaches. So I decided, okay, I'm going to specialize in this. And then I uh, utilized social media just to do outreach and try different things. And uh, in a matter of a few months, I started to see, okay, this outreach strategy is working for life coaches. What about business coaches? And then I just started to develop my arsenal. And now, yeah, I have like a system, a formula, and a whole team. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very much uh, people, the gold rush is happening. Let's sell the picks and the axes. And the, <laughs> you, you, you sold the tools necessary to get the gold. Okay. And so then with client capture systems, was there any interesting things about like the naming of it? Did you, or did you bring the SEO experience you had and say, this is what I'm going to name it? <laughs> right, right. That's a really good question. Uh, first of all, it was funnel founders. Cause I thought I'd still do funnels, like on click funnels. Um, oh, yeah. but that's also a really long and tedious process. And um, it's mostly like, you can't really, I mean, you can teach your team to do this, but that's really hard to do. It's very technical. It's very slow. Um, so I moved away from funnels and just legion and just outreach. And then I figured, okay, no more funnel founders. What could it be? And um, client capture systems, I don't know. It just appealed to me. It was kind yeah. of clear. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And thank you for sharing the idea of like the funnels. And because it is, there's just some work that's really hard to delegate and get done appropriately. Right. Uh, so what makes me curious is your idea of like process and how you go about innovating a process. I feel like this is a golden opportunity to step in and, and dig, dig a little deeper into the mind of an entrepreneur that clearly had seen in their experience, this is not scalable in its current state. I need to change until I can find something that really can build traction where it's just the right amount of work with just the right amount of return. Right. What does that process look like in your head when you're, when you're deciding these things? Well, so for me, it was always important to build a team and uh, delegate because I don't want to be limited in my income uh, based on the amount of work that I can do. And um, I just knew that this funnel work was too tedious and too long. And the same with SEO. They're extremely technical. And uh, if you want to hire like a, a cheaper team, like say in the you know Indians or Filipinos, 
um, in order to, you know, invest a lot of money, you can definitely buy the best, you know, um, VAs out there and all sorts of things, but teaching them is on you. And this would just take <laughs> way too long. So it's much more of a logical choice plus um, demand. I just saw there was so much demand from, uh, from these coaches. And um, yeah, those two things just led me to uh, doing outreach on social media rather than anything else. So it was really just the fundamentals of business, business planning and business administration. And you were like, yeah, this is, doesn't make sense. It's not a good business plan. Let me move on to something else. Okay. Yeah, it was a very logical decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so with that, then what is your current goal with client capture systems right now? Like, do you have a certain thing you're you're working to overcome or maybe looking to achieve? Yeah, so I really want to expand on my team. Um, that has been hard during COVID. I feel like it's been, you know, I mean, finding good talent is obviously always tricky. And, uh, you know, I'm the one, um, you know, training my staff personally, one by one, every single one of them. So I want to create another mini me <laughs> who can, you know, do this training on my behalf. So I don't have to do it anymore. That's definitely my goal. I want to expand my team. And when I expand my team, I can take on more clients. Um, so that's the path I see. I see. I'm yeah. sure Jason knows all about building teams. Uh, I, I personally yeah, haven't I need to really built him. a big team, but Jason, definitely, I'm sure you got something to say on that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, building a team around you is critical, right? It's very critical. Um, and not just an interior team, but an exterior team, right? Mm -hmm. So if you build the interior fulfillment team and then like an exterior strategic partner team, right? Mm -hmm. Then you take care of two birds with one stone, right? So you're taking care of kind of the acquisition referral end over here. And then uh -huh. over here, the fulfillment end over here, right? So right. it's not all inclusive to one or the other, you know, but, but I will say that, you know, the, the way Carolyn does things is extremely different than everybody else. And it's because everybody wants to use all this technology and they want to use, uh, you know, automation and messaging and all of this stuff, right? And it's so impersonal, right? And, right. and we're in a time where pe people are just, they're looking for that authentic approach, right? That upfront authentic approach of, hey, this is what I do. You either like it or piss off, basically. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, right? And, and, and but, but we've gotten in this time of where it's like, we feel like, we got to take people out for a steak dinner. And then after that, maybe some ice cream. And then after that, maybe we'll say, well, Hey, we got this cool thing. You want to buy it? Well, right. instead of, <laughs> instead of that, no, just knock the, knock it all back backwards a little bit. And the right people that see the value will see the value to say yes. Right. So okay, the, funny. uh, and, and all of that is done by hand, right? There's no bots and computers and, you know, technology right. doing that. It's all done by hand. And that's what makes it so, and trust me, I've been through a lot of companies that say they can do LinkedIn really well and nobody does it like she does it. 
It's amazing. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got Jason's stamp. I will say I have like six <laughs> messages sitting in my LinkedIn inbox for sure. <laughs> that right. they're like hey i saw your name starts with the letter p mine does too would you like to buy a mobile app or you know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> so i i can firsthand it's test to the uh the struggle is real <laughs> it is. it's very real i know um oh man yeah so That's then funny. uh <laughs> so we know what your goal is i hope anyone listening uh has two cents that they may want to reach out and uh, connect with you on in that case. Uh, I think the most important thing to do now is to say, is there, is there a preferred channel that you have for being reached uh, like a website, email, social network you prefer, maybe even LinkedIn? Yeah. So everybody can find me, um, you know, Caroline Reiter or client capture systems, either on search for um, Facebook or LinkedIn or just our website, clientcapturesystems.com. I love that you mentioned Facebook because I, I have spoken to enough coaches and enough people helping coaches to know that that is where coaches live. I don't know how it is. It's just the truth. <laughs> Something about Facebook and coaches just, it's like this. Um, it's so true. So it's, really, <laughs> it's just really interesting, actually. It's one of those things. My, it's like, my, go ahead. My, da- my, my daughter... Uh, I said, well, we should connect on Facebook. And she said, dad, Facebook's for old people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, explains the coaches. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Then. You know, there yeah. was a, there was a, there was a point in my younger life, like a lot younger. You know, I'm still young, but like a lot younger where I thought I'd want to be a coach. And then I realized I'm not old enough to have any kind of sway or authority in that. And, you know, I look now and there's all these young people. Uh, what do you, what does that process look like when, if you can share just a little on you determining mm-hmm. who is it on a case by case basis on the kinds of leads that you can get for people? Is there like, do they have, do they bring their own parameters that you take into consideration? I just want to get a sneak peek into that in case anyone's listening and they're like, I'm a coach. Yeah. I need this. Of course. Well, I mean, I do have the occasional, 26 year old who says that they're a life coach. And to that, I say, okay, (laughs) sure. Uh, And obviously when somebody comes to me with that level of experience, I will say, okay, so why don't we go to Instagram? Because there are many, many women on Instagram that are younger than you and that could perhaps learn from you. But I wouldn't recommend that she goes to Facebook or LinkedIn because that's a much older audience and they wouldn't take her seriously. So, you know, we can cater to your specific audience, no matter your experience level or your um, your pricing. I love that. See, yeah. just the way you answer that already tells me. All right, right on. And it's and it really is that there are 26-year-olds out there thinking, I'm going to be a life coach. Maybe an area coach. <laughs> that that's a yeah. that's a better that's a better way of looking. At <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> every entrepreneur driving or wherever they're listening to this has to be chuckling. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I yeah. So so Caroline, if if you could go back and speak to the you that was in college who decided to take the path least taken in your family. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say to her now, knowing what you know? Um, don't finish Copenhagen Business School. Um, I mean, I was very lucky. I was born in Denmark and education is free. Not only is it free, you get paid uh, $800 a month to go. 
So I would say it doesn't matter. Just drop out. You don't need this education. Start building your own business. Just go on freelancer.com. Take those $15 per hour. It doesn't matter. Work for free. Get, you know, this, um, this experience under your belt because I had no experience whatsoever. And I always regret not starting my business sooner and not getting that experience sooner because imagine now how far I would be. Um, so that's the only thing I would say, I think. Yeah. And there's no, there's no BS about it. I, I can imagine right. that your business operations are no different. And that right. when you're teaching or coaching your own employees and, and upskilling them, that it's the same approach and that that culture carries out into the work that they do with others as well. Uh, so right. for that, I thank you for breaking it down, giving us a, a hint of that. There is a grand finale question that I'm going to ask, and I just want to make sure before I go there that I haven't <laughs> stepped on on the Jason's mic enough times in this conversation. Is there anything you want to add to that before I go to the grand finale? Well, yeah, of course there is. Um, <laughs> is there <laughs> is there ever not? <laughs> well, I think it's it it always resonates no matter what when you hear people that have been in business for years, right? It's like one of the things that I think even for myself, right, is always we look back and go, I either should have done something sooner, I should have taken more risk or something along those lines, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, as a young listener, that's like, has an idea or they're thinking, gosh, I'd love to be a business owner and this, that, and the other. And it's not for everybody. Right. But, but if you want to pursue it, right. The time to pursue it and be, and just go for it is when you're young, right. You're 20 years old, you're 21 years old, just freaking go, just go for it. Right. And it's like, I always say, stop looking before you leap, just leap, calculate the fall. (laughs) <laughs> right <Definitely>. yeah <laughs> calculate the fall but take the leap and just go jump off the cliff go take the risk it's like investing right you talk to anybody that's invested in their life and they will always tell you heavily invest in risk when you're young because you can afford to take the hit mm-hmm. when you're 50 is not the time to be be in risky uh, you know, types of engagements with your money, right? Because if you lose it when you're 50, you ain't got much time to try to figure it out, right? So it's the same in business. Don't don't wait until you get to a spot 20 years later in your company and go, I'm going to risk it all. Not a good idea. Risk it back there. So if you're going to take something away from this, which Carolyn is a, a, a testament to that, We've heard this over and over again. Take the risk, leap, take the leap, leap. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I'm digging it. There's there's good energy here. I think it's the perfect time to drop the big finale question. And hey, we say big finale only because there's no wrong answer, but yet it's always the right answer. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, so Caroline, if I may, mm-hmm. drum roll, please. If you could have invited anybody, I mean, you had your pick in the world and in any given time or place, who would you have loved to have invited here today and why? Um, Well, my first thought is uh, Russell Brunson, uh, the creator of ClickFunnels, because he's such a dork 
but he is so brilliant. Like he just nailed this whole industry of creating your own funnels. And he's a big idol of mine, even though we're very opposite, I would say like, he's this very sweet religious person and I'm very not <laughs> I'm a much more straight shooter, no BS. Um, and he just killed it. You know, I'm, I'm very impressed with what he did. And, um, also that he's more like this ordinary dude and he just has such a presence on social media, like his presence sells. Um, he's just brilliant. I love to pick his brain. I like that you use that as a, as a barometer or as somebody that you look to, because I imagine mm-hmm. the people that you work with might fit that profile more often than not too, uh, right. which, which is the, the curious thing there. And if he can do it, literally anybody can is also what you're saying, I think. Uh, and I remember reading, uh, it wasn't dot-com secrets. It was a second book. Uh, geez. Oh yeah, there's uh, Funnel Secrets and Traffic Secrets, I believe. It might have yeah, been Traffic Secrets. Now. Yeah. Uh, but I remember seeing that he actually used the entire, uh, the allegory of Jesus and all that. And, and you know, any uh, religious figure as a plan for building a personal brand inside of the book. I was like, wow, this dude really, really went there. And and I know. Yeah. Very creative and very like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It made sense actually when he broke it down. I can't believe I forgot, I forgot the title. That usually doesn't happen. So I love that you brought it up. Valid mm-hmm. point. I want to reiterate the listeners should go to clientcapturesystems.com if they want to get in touch with Carolyn. It has all the links there, I imagine. If not, uh, look up Carolyn Ryther on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook for sure. <laughs> and Instagram as well. Maybe Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We have it all. Yeah. No, and, and I can't thank you enough for stopping by, Carolyn. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Jason, sure. I know you got to say it. It's your ritual. Come on now. I do. I have have to say it. We got 168 hours in the week. Thanks for stopping by and taking 30 to 45 minutes with us. Um, It was a pleasure having you on the show. And, uh, you know, the the great thing about it is it's always room to grow no matter what. So let's let's just keep on growing. All right. Thanks for thank thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and always remember. If you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.